One of the things that I have found is not relying on motivation in the traditional sense and instead building habits. Hi, walkers and talkers. My guest today is Carrie Veach. Carrie is going to talk to us about motivation. She's a high performance and mindset coach, and she's a former therapist. So she now coaches women on how to bust through their self-doubt and build profitable online businesses. I thought she'd be perfect to talk about motivation, what we can do to get motivated and stay motivated. She is also a current CrossFitter, so she understands about getting motivated to move our bodies. We're walking and talking. We're walking and talking. We're walking and talking. We're walking and talking with Helen Ryan. I'm very excited to hear about motivation because that is what most of us struggle with. You know, we feel like we're motivated for like 10 minutes and then after that we completely lose it. So I'm interested in what you have to say. Yeah. So I'm with you. You know, I think one of the things that I have found is not relying on motivation in the traditional sense and instead building habits and And really figuring out like, okay, what are those micro changes that I can make so that I can implement the things that I want to have in my life or that I'm aspiring to hit in terms of goals or things that I want to do? Because if I'm relying on motivation, like you said, most of us will stay motivated for about 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. I think the longest I've been super motivated was like, you know, a day. (laughs) Yeah, because if we're relying on emotions or feelings, and I'm all about like feeling the full spectrum of our emotions and everything that comes with that. And I think the the most helpful thing we can do is to sort out what kinds of habits are going to serve us in terms of those goals. So, you know, little examples of that could be what is a tiny commitment that you can keep to yourself every single day? And that could be as something as simple as I'm gonna meditate for two minutes every day. And I'm going to start my day off with that. And as we build these small habits and we keep promises to ourselves, we then begin to develop more self-trust that we can maybe then meditate for three minutes or four minutes or something longer. And that's exactly what I talk about is the small steps. Everybody wants to do it really fast. Like, boom, I want to lose 10 pounds this week or, and I want to run a marathon next week. But nobody, including myself, we don't want to take the little steps that are required to really meet your goal because we can't go 100% all out because it's not sustainable. Yes. And I think that is such a good word. And it's important to remember that we want to be in it for the marathon, not the sprint. And this is something, you know, I have to remind myself of all the time. And I work with my clients around because it is those little changes that then build up over time that all of a sudden you do feel like, oh my gosh, my whole life has changed in an instant but really it was because of the little changes that you implemented all along the way that you stayed in it. Yeah, exactly. And it's just getting people to be comfortable with that is taking a smaller step because they feel like they're not doing anything or they're not doing enough. Yes. And that is such an interesting concept. And we could talk all day on that alone, but especially I find with females and 
you know, that whole concept of what is enough and how do we make ourselves enough and how do we make our work enough and what we are doing enough. Uh, And this is something that I have had to work on so much. And I work with so many of my clients on, especially my high achieving clients that want to do everything and, you know, have perfectionist tendencies or type A personalities. And the thing is, is we have to make ourselves enough and trust the process, which is so cliche, but honestly, really, really true. Because otherwise you just feel crappy all the time. If you're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't do enough. And you're telling yourself the story that you're not far enough along or where you're quote unquote supposed to be versus like, what if you leaned into some thought work and trusted that you were exactly where you needed to be learning the lessons you needed to be learning? Yeah. And I think that's, one of the most important parts to success in anything, business, going to college, just you know, changing your life just requires you, I think, to step back a little bit and evaluate and say that you are where you need to be at that moment. Yeah. So I have a master's in counseling. So I'm trained as a therapist. And then I ran an organization for a number of years. So to me, coaching is like the perfect combination of, of therapy and my business background. Cause now I, I, I coach more entrepreneurs, but I used to do more life coaching and the secret, not so secret is that it's all the same. It just looks different, but it's all the internal stuff. And like, what are we telling ourselves? What are we making things mean about us? And then how do we shift into some more empowering thoughts and beliefs so that we can take that action because action's always required, but it starts with our thoughts. Right. You have the perfect background to talk about this. And I think probably as a counselor, you, you can't really give people advice. You can, you know, how do you feel about that? Blah, blah, blah. What do you, how do you think I feel about it? It sucks. But what you do in business coaching and life coaching, you can give them actionable advice so that you can really help them with things that are tried and true and proven. Absolutely. And, you know, and it's still a lot of holding space for clients and looking at like, okay, what are, what are you making these things mean about you and your success or your lack of success or whatever it is that's going on? Um, but yeah, absolutely. Like helping clients with strategy, helping them with the mindset it takes to create a business that they want to show up for. And know that all of us have struggles. All of us have internal things that are holding us back. And yet we have so much power accessible to us. That to me is just what I want everyone to know. And what I'm continually working on of like, how do I show up as my most powerful self, myself that trusts and knows that my life is literally something I can change on a dime if I step into those empowered thoughts versus like the old me, the version of me that wants to shrink down and not believe that I'm capable and worthy and can create anything I want. Right. Like when I was very overweight, I liked it in some ways because I was invisible. Because Mm. invisible, nobody expects anything from you. Yeah. Once you become visible to the world, and that's that's hard for a lot of people, I think. What would you tell people if, to, in order to start with the basic work that they need to do, to feel strong enough to to start making some steps? Yeah. So, you know, I 
I say the first step always is like coming back to who we were when we were little. I really feel like the work as an adult is to become more like we were as kids, right? Like you were worthy, you were deserving, you showed up and asked for what you needed. You didn't make these huge stories out of things or narratives until you experienced some level of trauma or the world beat you down or told you who you couldn't be or weren't supposed to be or whatever those things were. So the first step to me is going back to that version. And yet if you can't access that, that's okay. Cause a lot of us, like we don't really know how to do that, but it's like, huh? Okay. So if I believed I were worthy, if I believed I were enough, if I believed I could do anything, have anything, be anyone, you know, and starting with that place, like who would she be? Who would he be? And starting to do some imagination and dreaming around that, because that's the other thing. Kids are so good at that imagination and play. Like they just believe in possibilities. And I love that because a lot of of groups and programs always talk about like manifesting this and manifesting that, which doesn't make a lot of sense to a lot of us, especially those of us are really practical. But going back to what you said, dreaming is similar and just looking at the possibilities and thinking children are full of wonder. So I think from there, right. And and then it's like, okay, cool. So I can go back there, but then our adult brain or our limiting beliefs all pop up really quickly. And I know that, but it's just like, can you sit with that possibility for like one second, two seconds, like, and back to the small habits or this tiny micro changes, like this is the work I do in terms of, can we sit with that for like small bits of time? And then it compounds, right? Let's say you can only hang on to the belief for 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay. So hold on to that for 30 seconds. I bet if you do that every single day for a week or two weeks, you'll soon be able to do that for a minute, maybe a minute and a half. Right. And it's just like being so committed to that though, is the part that's hard. (laughs) It is hard because people like we talked about, they want the bigger change. When I first started, I didn't intend to lose weight. I just started walking the kids to school, you know, a few Mm. days a week. And then it turned out to be almost every day. So those were the little steps because I didn't look at the bigger picture. I wasn't trying to lose weight. I just wanted to get healthier. And so I think that's what you're saying is just to, to, to commit to smaller steps. Absolutely. And the other thing I'm really, really big on is celebration and getting into that energy of gratitude or celebration or whatever you want to call it. And it's not to dismiss your feelings of anything because I'm like, you're a human and you get to have the whole spectrum of emotions and you will. And I know that the more grateful we are and the more we celebrate all the little things, those also compound over time. And all of a sudden you have these big, amazing things happening, but it has to start with celebrating every little thing along the way. We don't celebrate the little things. We just look at the big picture. Oh, I'm not there yet. Oh, I can't believe I didn't lose my X amount of weight this week or this month. And we're always actually uncelebrating <laughs> every step of the uh-huh. way. So I love that. That's really helpful to people to make the little celebrations. We talked about not waiting for motivation, but you Mm -hmm. make yourself get motivated. Yeah. So one of my tips, um, honestly, and I heard this said in the best way that I now love, I don't know where I saw it, but I'm stealing whoever phrased it this way is like, let's say if you're struggling with staying um, consistent with whatever your goal is or your bigger vision, 
hire support to keep you accountable until you can keep yourself accountable. And I literally think that's brilliant because, you know, I think my, my higher level clients that are like making lots of money up to big things, they don't necessarily hire support for accountability anymore because they've figured out like their own patterns. Right. But all of us at the beginning, we usually need that because it's easy to not see results and then want to quit on ourselves. And again, we want those like instantaneous things to happen by snapping our fingers. And that's just not how this goes. And so I know how hard it is to like invest before you feel ready, or let's say you're running a business and you don't have the kind of income coming in. And so you're like, oh, I can't spend the money. Right. However, what I see all too often is like stop start patterns yeah. <laughs> versus like if you hired the support to keep you accountable, you would actually get there quicker than the stop starting and you would actually save money because it would be faster. Right. And you would, in terms of getting healthier and weight loss, you would actually get to your goal faster and you would be able to take then those habits because you've ingrained them for a longer period of time and not yo-yo motivation where you start and stop, yes. start, stop, because that is really hard to keep any kind of momentum and having some kind of a coach is yes. so invaluable because it will keep you accountable in the beginning. And then it will constantly keep you motivated, almost like your own cheerleader, because someone believes in you a little bit more than you believe in yourself. And that is what's so powerful until you can really believe in yourself. It's so powerful. And the truth is, is like all of us do need that in some fashion, whether it's community or it's actual coaching or support, right? But like we become the people that we're surrounding ourselves with. And so I just think it's always the smartest thing you can do, right? Like I go to a gym, I pay for coaching. Like that's really important to me because I'm going to show up in a different way when I pay for something. And I also have people that are like, Hey, where have you been for a week? You haven't been here. (laughs) And like, check on me. Up until the pandemic really got going, I was teaching spin and people would hold each other accountable in class. And if someone hadn't seen someone or they would show up just because their friends were expecting them to show up. Absolutely. It's such a powerful thing. And I'm just a fan, the older I've gotten of like, figure out what you need and don't make it wrong. Like everyone needs different levels of support or accountability or what that looks like, but like decide what your goals and dreams are, and then be so unapologetic about being willing to pay for that support, invest in those resources or the community. And then Facebook groups are a good starting point for people who haven't leveled up where they can't afford like the next level of service yet, no matter what it is, whether it's business or whether it's personal and health, but it has to be the right group. So they're not trying to sell you something every five minutes, but they're actually giving you, you know, tools. And then you talk to the other group members. Absolutely. And here's the thing where I always tell people like, get creative. It doesn't have to be a money exchange. Like you could do a trade, right? Like there's so many ways to get resourceful. And so one of the things of being an entrepreneur, being a human that has a growth mindset is you have to get resourceful within yourself. If you want something and you don't have the money or you can't sort out the money right now, okay, great. Like let's figure out a different way and be so willing to do that because there's always a way through. Yeah. And not say no all the time because we look at things as an obstacle and we don't look at the options. Like you said, the options that we have, we may have to change direction or scale things back a little bit, but there are options. You just have to be tenacious and really wanting, wanting your goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to me, that all comes back to like, 
beliefs. So if you're not taking the action, if you're not getting the results that you want, like spend some time really looking at what stories am I telling myself? What things am I believing about what I'm capable of, what I'm worthy of, whether it comes to business, to health, to relationships, it's all the same stuff. And it looks different, you know, for us in different ways, but it really is all the same belief system because our beliefs will always dictate our actions. And so to me, like telling someone what to do works for a little bit, but then ultimately like it doesn't last. It's like motivation because if you don't believe it's going to help you, or you don't believe you're going to get the results, you're not going to keep showing up for it. That's true. Because when I was doing personal training, a lot of my clients would just randomly counsel because they didn't feel like showing up for the sessions, but they would do it repeatedly. So they didn't really believe that they could do it. They didn't really want the goal because they weren't willing to show up for an hour, which they would feel better afterwards, but they just would rather not at that point. And maybe they weren't ready, but it's the same thing. You have to be willing to show up for yourself and put a little bit effort in. Yes. I use fitness examples all the time because the hardest part is getting there, right? Like you just mentioned, it's like, once you're there, it's great. Yeah. but it's finding like, how do I get there? And so it's, it's really breaking down again, like those small habits or ways, you know, I mean, a lot of people talk about this, but it's like putting your running shoes by the door, putting your outfit out the night before committing in, to a class where maybe there's a fine, if you don't show up, like there's so many different ways that you can actually like not force yourself, but commit so that you're in and that your brain, when it's like, I'm tired, I don't feel like it, all the things that come up that you've already decided ahead of time. Yeah. And no, that that's true. And it is forcing yourself, but you have to do that in the beginning in a way just to get started, to get a good momentum going. Yes, exactly. And one of the things I remind clients of all the time and myself is the best time to get a win is after a win. And it's the same thing with like a fitness win or a goal you've hit or like anything, right? Like you just feel that sense of momentum, even though we don't want to rely entirely on that. However, it's very uh, exciting to have that because then you want to keep showing up for it. Well, I appreciate all your insight and your time today. And I want to share some of your links and then I'm also going to put them in the show notes so that people can find them and they can reach out to you and, and connect. So I have a free Facebook group. Would love for anyone to come join. I do lots of trainings and masterclasses and lots of content in there. It is called Set Yourself Free Community. And then I'm also on Instagram at setyourselffree.llc. Oh, I love that. So .llc is an Instagram. Yes, because Set Yourself Free was taken. So (laughs) that's the story of our lives, right? Everything we want is taken (laughs) until we decide that it's not and we get to have it. And we change it. Like I added dot group to my Facebook group extensions. I created custom domains because that way I could get what I wanted, right? There's always a way. Well, I'm going to join your group and I'm going to put everything in the show notes. And I appreciate you taking the time and giving us some insight because a lot of us, especially depending on when when they listen to this, if it's like right after the first of the year, it's hard to start. You start too much and then you give up. So this will be really helpful. Awesome. Thank you so much, Helen. Thank you. Bye. Bye.